1: Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. Want to learn how to be an entrepreneur?
2: You are dedicated and devoted to a life of developing new ideas and innovations, willing to take calculated career risks, achieving independent wealth and success. Then you are ready to experience the entrepreneur effect. We'll highlight opportunities for entrepreneurs in digital marketing through interesting, practical, and thought-provoking interviews and monologues. Increase your income and be your own boss by listening to The Entrepreneur Effect. Please welcome your host, a 25-year veteran in sales, management,
3: and business development, Dush Ramachandran. Hi, everyone. This is Dush Ramachandran and, uh, with Entrepreneur Effect, and my special guest today is Robin Bairstock, who is the author of the new book, Adventures of Women Entrepreneurs, Stories That Inspire. And she also happens to be a partner of the Radius Partnership. Hi, Robin. Welcome.
4: Hi, Dash. Thank you. Thanks for having me.
3: Yeah, it's a pleasure. So, this is a book that I think is very timely, um, especially you're talking about adventures of women entrepreneurs. Um, In doing research for this book and interviewing a number of these entrepreneurs, were there any common threads that you discovered that ran through all of their different stories?
4: Uh, yes, they were all women who were passionate about what they were doing and wanted to make a a living with a flex, with flexibility. So um, they took a risk and started their businesses, doing what they love and making a difference in the world.
3: Okay, um, but other than the the obvious thing that they were all women and they were all starting businesses, were there any uh, common threads in terms of? Uh, obstacles that they had faced or challenges that they had overcome or specific personality traits that they all embodied? Anything that might not be visible to, or that might not be immediately apparent to the casual observer?
4: Yes. All of these women were very much uh, people who worked really hard and were not stopped by the challenges. We have challenges every day, Big and little, and especially when you start your own business, the challenges become even more apparent. And uh, these women all persevered and continued to solve the problems and keep on moving forward.
3: Nice. And so what, what prompted you to write this book?
4: Well, I'm an entrepreneur myself, and I started a business importing copper housewares, and it was really really good timing with the Moscow mule trend. People like to drink sure. co- cocktail called the Moscow mule out of a copper mug. And I grew the business over the course of three years. And it was always my dream to um, have my own business that I could run any place in any time. And, and uh, I, I got to a point where I had achieved that goal, but um, the the money and the, the success from that business wasn't really fulfilling me. I, I felt like there was something more and the best part for me about being an entrepreneur was when people told me my story inspired them to try something on their own. So uh, I, went, I was at a conference, a women's entrepreneurship conference at Amazon in Seattle, and I heard a woman named Marla Beck speak about her entrepreneurial journey starting a, a, a beauty company called Blue Mercury and all the challenges she went through and she also raised three daughters at the same time. And while she was talking, she mentioned that we rarely hear about women entrepreneurs and the, we hear about the famous entrepreneurs like Oprah, but sometimes that's not relatable. And um, some people, and we should all be talking and learning more about the entrepreneurs in our own neighborhoods that are doing Something that they love and contributing to our communities and and um, running a successful business at the same time.
3: Right. and um, so in in writing this book, um, clearly you came into contact with a number of women entrepreneurs um, and interviewed them. Um, how did you how did you pick the entrepreneurs that you featured in the book?
4: Well, I did a campaign to try to get as many people as possible to submit their stories. And that was pretty difficult because most entrepreneurs are just so busy balancing so many different things in their lives. But uh, I reached out to family and friends and I went to some TEDx events and heard people speak at those events and contacted them, um, contacted the people whose stories I found interesting and, um, also I did a Facebook marketing campaign where I built a, a page for this book and talked about how I was looking for submissions and did some Facebook advertising and I, I got a good number of submissions and, um, also submissions through people who I contacted directly and just had introductory conversations and well, I wanted all the stories to be different and relatable and, um, after a couple of months of exploring and searching, I had a good group of women with different stories that people can learn a lot from.
3: Great. And so what are the so if you if you looked at the all of these different stories, um, what would you say are three things that stand out as uh, takeaway points that a reader would? would would get from the book
4: well first one is uh, to follow your passion and live your own life but don't don't do what your parents or somebody else wants you to do um i think people often get an idea in their head of who they're supposed to be based on their upbringing but that's not always the right fit and you should follow what you really want to do and um, the second one is to take, work, on your, work on your project every day, keep on moving forward, and, and take calculated risks. You need to take risks to get to where you want to be, but um, if you work at it little by little, those risks will not seem quite as daunting. And then uh, the third thing is to celebrate yourself successes and, uh, um, keep having fun while you're doing it. Celebrate as many small successes as you can. So you stay motivated and, and then the challenges that you face each day just don't seem as daunting.
3: Very cool. And, um, as you've, as you've put this book together, um, you've, you've no doubt, you know, come to know, uh, Uh, a lot more about many of these people who have contributed to the to the book. Um, Is there I mean, do you have a plan to take this further? Do you is is this the the start of a movement that you're that you'd like to get going on, which is to empower women entrepreneurs to achieve great success? Um, What do you what do you hope to achieve um, with the publication of the book?
4: Well, I hope to touch uh, individual women who read it and motivate them to try something different and, and do what they really want to do. They can learn from these examples and see that it's possible. And and then, yes, it, I would like to continue the movement and make future editions of the book, maybe an international edition or editions that are focused on specific industries and then possibly in the future, uh I would have host events where people can come and learn from each other and, and be inspired
3: that's fantastic, yeah, absolutely. that sounds great um, and again, what, what you know again, to listeners of ours who uh, happen to be women and who are you know thinking about an entrepreneurial journey they they have an idea, but they don't know quite how to get started. Um, what what advice would you give them?
4: Well, do your research. If it's something that you're not so familiar with, you can maybe get a part time job working in the industry so you can learn about it and be better equipped to move forward on your own project in the future. And um, find mentors. That, Find other people who are are doing what you want to be doing and and learn from them. Ask them for help. I think people people are available and willing to help out.
3: All right. And um, so now, um, how long has the book been out?
4: For about six months.
3: Okay. And um, have you had a lot of people come to you uh, after the publication of the book saying, you know, you've inspired me. And what are some of the stories that you've heard from people that have read the book and have come back to you?
4: Yeah, I have had some people contact me. A woman who was starting her own beauty business and was just afraid to take this step from being an employee to, to running her own practice. And um, this the, reading these stories really helped her feel more comfortable with moving forward. Another person I spoke with had a product idea, and she didn't want to be working her nine-to-five job anymore and really wanted to launch this product idea, and and I was happy to have a few phone conversations with her and give her some advice, and and she recently launched a Kickstarter campaign to raise money to get her venture started.
3: Wow, that's fantastic.
4: Yeah, I want to share that Kickstarter campaign. They're called bandoms and they're a silicone. Um, a, a what is it called? You, well, it's a, a piece of silicone that you can wear around your toes to make it more comfortable to walk in high heels.
3: Oh, okay. All right, so it's it's like um, uh, it's it's like something that you slip on your toes, are they individual, uh, f- uh, like little things that you slip on to each individual toe, or is it for the whole front of the foot?
4: Actually, you wrap it around two toes. Okay. The product's called Bandoms, B is in boy, A-N-D-O-M-Z. I encourage anybody listening to back the project on Kickstarter.
3: Okay. So that's sort of like a... Uh, seems like it's a, a portmanteau of two words: bandage and condom.
4: <laughs> yes, I didn't think about the second part. <laughs> right.
3: Which, which is what it sounds like. It you, yeah. know, you, you tie it around your foot so that it, 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 I guess, doesn't slip into the front of the foot. I would imagine front of the shoe. Yes. Yep. Okay, that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And you know that as As you might know, um, that's certainly how Sarah Blakely started. Sarah Blakely is, of course, the first self-made uh, woman billionaire in the United States, and she's responsible for the Spanx brand. And um, basically, she was solving a problem that she felt where uh, she felt that she needed shapewear in order to wear. Uh, you know cocktail dresses or gowns or whatever that that uh, would show bulges and so she went ahead and you know created this uh, where you know women in the 17th and 18th century uh, and the 19th century wore corsets um, and they wore hoop skirts and so on um, those those things just aren't available for women today so she she created Spanx um, and it's exactly in that same vein where you identify a need and you go ahead and find it um, great we're going to take a short break when we come back we'll continue our conversation with Robin Bearstock. stay tuned
2: stay tuned for more of the entrepreneur effect when we return
5: There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. Through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, we can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Email sales at webmasterradio.fm today and get your message delivered now. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? And an authority on search vendors. Are you looking for the best
0: in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy to use site management tools and powerful do it your way development features. WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. You are experiencing the
2: entrepreneur effect. Here's Dush Ramachandran.
3: And we're back. This is Dush Ramachandran with Entrepreneur Effect. My guest today is Robin Berstock, who is the author of the new book, Adventures of Women Entrepreneurs, Stories That Inspire. And she's also a partner in the Radius Partnership, a consulting firm that is focused on working with small businesses. So, Robin, before the uh, break, we talked about um, a particular woman entrepreneur that you had you had spoken about who uh, has started a Kickstarter campaign to fund, um, to raise money for this particular innovation that she calls Bandoms, um, which is great. Um, and we talked briefly about Sarah Blakely. Um, so do you would, you, would you have any thoughts to share about Sarah Blakely's uh, adventures uh, as she was creating Spanx? Yes,
4: uh, Sarah Blakely is uh- Uh, amazing inspiration. And I love her story. And when you asked me earlier about advice for women who are wanting to start their own business, I should have mentioned that we need to stop fearing failure. And Sarah is a great example of that, because when she was growing up, her father would ask her at dinner, what did you fail at today? And that taught her that failure wasn't a bad thing. It was just really a learning experience, and it really just means that you're one step closer to success. And I, I wish in our society that people didn't fear failure as much because, really, it's just learning.
3: Right, absolutely, and that's a really good point. Um, so in in writing this book, what were some of the common uh, barriers that you found women faced I mean entrepreneurs face um, you know all all kinds of different barriers including lack of funding uh, lack of support from family and friends uh, having to go against the grain uh, all of those sorts of fear of failure all kinds of different things but I imagine there is another whole layer of challenges that are placed on women entrepreneurs that, perhaps uh, male entrepreneurs don't face. Um, So what were some of those that you, you were able to discover or identify?
4: Well, some of the women are also balancing life as a primary caregiver to their children. And, and that adds a whole new dimension in families. If a child is sick, um, whoever is the primary caregiver is going to be the one who, who's going to be there. And uh, um, so for women, that's often the case. And uh, one woman in our book, Lori Ames, she worked in PR for a PR firm in New York City. And her son was diagnosed with a malignant brain tumor. And so her first priority was to be with her son and give him everything he needed. And her son had to be at the hospital very often, too often that she wasn't able to go to her office and and perform like she needed to at this PR firm that she worked for. So um, because of necessity, she ended up starting her own firm and doing P- PR freelance work from the hospital room. And and wow. she could do it from anywhere and that went well. So she had more and more clients and, and ended up hiring a, a few people to help her out and open up her own practice. So she is a great example of balancing her responsibilities as a parent and uh, being an entrepreneur based on necessity
3: Sure absolutely um, and have you did you encounter any stories um, about... Um, sexism, for example, Uh, discrimination that might be systemic, that people don't even realize that they're discriminating, but they are, in fact, discriminating against the woman entrepreneur. Did you happen to run into any stories of that nature?
4: Yes, I do have a story of that nature. Erin Jinklow, she founded a company that provides English as a second language learning tools to the hospitality workers. It's a really cool business. People can wear a device where they learn English while they're cleaning hotel rooms and and doing their job, but um, they could be learning at the same time. And she talks about that in her chapter. uh, When she was in an MBA program doing a group project, there was a a man in her group that told her that she shouldn't be so forward with her opinions and that women need to learn how... To communicate in a way that is less forceful and, and a way that strokes his ego. So, um, she had, <laughs> of course that uh, did not agree with that and, and taught him how she thought things should be and, um, and learned a lot from that experience. We don't need to be, What's um, we don't, we don't need to be, um, or
3: Right. I mean you know, I think you're right. You know, you know, women don't need to stifle their creativity. They don't need to speak with a softer voice. They can be just as assertive as assertive as anyone else. Um, and they have ideas just as bright as anyone else and they're subject to the same challenges um, as anyone else. So there's no need to pile on any additional challenges on, on top of women is I think uh, the point.
4: Yes, that's
3: right. Perfect. All right, and um, so with um, with these stories, and all of them are um, you know hugely inspirational. Um, have you? Have you created some sort of a, a community of all of these women, women entrepreneurs, that uh, other aspiring entrepreneurs might be able to uh, learn from? You know, is there is there like a, a Facebook group or something that you've created that uh, other entrepreneurs might be able to join and uh, share stories and things
4: we have Act a, as a resource? We have a Facebook page for the book, an A-W-E book, and people should definitely... Follow us, and, and if they have any questions or want to start conversations, they can do that there. We also have a Twitter account, AWE Book.
3: AWE Book um, yeah. is the is the Twitter account as well as the Facebook page. Yes. Yeah. Great, fantastic. So, um, so in in uh, in creating this this sort of look, deep look into uh, the stories of women entrepreneurs. Uh, Did you find a situation where um, a particular woman entrepreneur uh, got exemplary support? Somebody uh, was a champion to her that she did not expect. Um, Often uh, in our journeys, we find that we get support from unlikely quarters, and people who we think are our friends aren't really our friends in the way they act and support. Um, so, did you find so?
4: In every story, people did have help, but I don't. I can't really think of one particular champion. Uh, but for one example, is Irina Scories. She was a chef, and she was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. And uh, her doctor told her she would never be able to run again and she had to take these heavy steroid drugs and she really didn't want to. So she explored changing her diet and started eating a paleo diet, which is known to be anti-inflammatory. Mm-hmm. And by changing her way of eating, she uh, did no longer had the same pain from her rheumatoid arthritis and she basically cured herself. And um, after that, she began working as a chef for private families and um, as a private chef for people who wanted to eat paleo and they liked her food so much that she decided to do a meal delivery service and, and scaling that meal delivery service was something that she wasn't able to do on her own. And luckily with her connections and resources in the area where she lived, which is Santa Barbara, California, she found somebody that, Knew how, knew how to go about scaling a meal delivery service, and she's been really successful now, sending paleo meals to thousands of people around the country.
3: Fabulous! That's that's such a great story. Wonderful. Well, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Robin Bearstock. Stay tuned.
2: Stay tuned for more of the Entrepreneur Effect. When we return, Is your
1: website hacked.
5: Book lovers And hundreds of compelling contemporary authors are heading to Miami for the 34th Annual Miami Book Fair, Friday, November 17th through Sunday, November 19th. See in person amazing authors, including Vice President Joe Biden, Senator Al Franken, Russell Banks, Michael Eric Dyson, Armistead Malpin, Angela J. Davis, Scott Turow, Walter Isaacson, and many more. The 34th Annual Miami Book Fair. For more information, visit MiamiBookFair.com.
2: You are experiencing the entrepreneur effect. Here's Dush Ramachandran.
3: And we're back. This is Dush Ramachandran with Entrepreneur Effect. And our guest today is Robin Baerstock, who is the author of the new book, Adventures of Women Entrepreneurs. And she is, she's also the partner in the Radius Partnership. Um, so Robin, you know, before the, 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 the break in the last segment, we talked about um, the the various people who've contributed to, to your book and the various stories that you tell, all of which are really compelling. Um, what are you most excited about going forward?
4: I'm excited about starting a new business that's values-based and provides benefit to the people who are manufacturing the products and the people who are using them. I haven't quite figured out <laughs> what that is, but that's my current goal that I'm very excited about.
3: Okay. Uh, let's explore that a little bit. Um, so, you say provides uh, value to the people who are manufacturing the product and to the people who are using it. So, uh, would you relate that to um, the copper mud business? Yeah, uh, <laughs> Exactly.
4: Be- Okay. I didn't I didn't feel like I was really positively contributing to the world with that business. People were excited to drink out of the copper mugs. And in some cultures, they say that there are health benefits to drinking out of copper mugs. But there's also been some publications saying that it's not healthy. And I didn't feel good about selling a product that had potential health risks. Mm-hmm. And also in the manufacturing metals, it's it's kind of a, a dirty world. It's, it leads to pollution and sure. unclean working environments. So uh, what, after visiting the factory, I just didn't feel so good about doing that for my life. Mm-hmm. And um, I still am passionate about building businesses and e-commerce. I think e-commerce is the way of the future for, for shopping, but I would prefer to find a product in a product line that really um, helps a community thrive who are manufacturing the products and then something that benefits the users as well.
3: Great. And so um, in terms of what what you do next, how, how are you planning to kind of move that into action? Are you planning to sort of uh, create a forum by which uh, um, you can invite other manufacturers, uh, manufacturers of various goods, to uh, come talk about how uh, they're positively impacting their communities. Are you um, are you looking to get some sort of participation from users of uh, these various goods? So what are your thoughts in that in that direction?
4: Well, so far it's been through consulting I place a priority on consulting clients that are values based and they're not just in business to make money but they're in business to con- contribute something positive and um, I'll, I'll continue to do that and this new business that I'm speaking of doesn't have to be my own I, I'd be happy to, to work with other businesses and uh, help other people be successful with their products or services
3: great and so the, the book Adventures of Women Entrepreneurs, now this is available wherever books are sold, I would imagine, Barnes yes. & Noble, uh, Amazon.
4: Yeah, it's available at, at Amazon and through the Ingram Network, which goes to – the Ingram Network is what all small small bookstores use to buy their books. So sure. if, if you don't see it at the bookstore, you can request it, and any bookstore should be able to get it through Ingram
3: Okay, and um, so the other the other uh, ways in which people can participate is Facebook page AWE Book and Twitter AWE Book. Um, and if people would like to contact you, if, if any of our listeners would like to get in touch with you, um, what's the best way to do that?
4: They can email me at info at dot com. Or they can also send a message through our, our website.
3: Okay. That is awebook.com. That's the website.
4: Yes, that's correct.
3: Okay. Very good. Well, Robin, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for sparing the time to talk to us. And uh, we look forward to hearing more about uh, Adventures of Women Entrepreneurs. Hopefully, there will be a second volume of more uh, inspirational stories that you will share with us in, in uh, not a very long time from now.
4: Yes, yeah, thanks so much for having me on the show, Dash. It was great chatting with you.
3: It's a pleasure. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye.
5: The opinions expressed on this program